Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. Dear Niall, I have a question for you. My daughter is being bullied very badly at school. The girls are talking about her online and leaving her out on, di- on different trips. They're calling her fat and ugly. It is really shocking. One of the girls, the ringleader, is a big hefty girl. And she has gotten in my daughter's face after school a few times. My daughter is really upset about this. But to be honest, the teachers are useless. We've had meetings, but they don't seem to have any real solutions other than for my daughter to stay out of their way. My daughter is getting more and more anxious and her hair has started to fall out a bit. This happened when she was younger too. So she's prone to it. Maybe she has alopecia. Uh, My wife is getting increasingly bothered. And last night, she told my daughter that if the hefty one comes at her again, to shove her away. She told her daughter that uh, the same thing happened to her in school, and sometimes there's just no other answer to respond to it than in a threatening way. Niall, I was kind of horrified. It'd be one thing if this was my son, but a girl, it's a bit different. Hitting a bully, really. Tell me this isn't the right approach. I'm worried this girl is dangerous. There is no talking to her parents either. Her dad isn't on the scene and her mother is more hefty than she is. What should I do? Mick. Now, like, this is very upsetting. And I'm, and I'm particularly, I'm upset about it because I was bullied at school so I know exactly what this is like. And it's a terrible situation to be in. To be a child, knowing that everybody or feeling everybody is against you. And... I only spoke to Jackie Fox going back about two weeks ago. I interviewed her on the podcast the other day and she was telling me all about her daughter, Nicole, who sadly took her life when she was 21 because she had been bullied for years uh, online and in physically as well. And that's why Coco's Law was brought in into Ireland. It's a harassment law to stop that type of thing happening. Well, certainly to combat it doesn't stop it, unfortunately. And more and more we're seeing children taking it a lot more seriously, particularly with the advent of social media. Because in my day, no matter how bad it was, at least I didn't take the bully home with me. But nowadays, I suppose kids take the bully home in their pocket, on their mobile phones, etc., etc. So you have to nip it in the bud. But how do you nip it in the bud? Do you take the Dr. Phil approach, which is essentially, you know, talking to the bully and doing all the right thing and going to the principal and that could take a while and if that doesn't work, the school board and... Depending if it's primary or secondary, if it's primary, there's no chance the child will be expelled. It just doesn't happen. And even in secondary, it's unlikely the child will be expelled under the age of 16 because the argument from the schools is they have to go to another school. They have a right to an education, no matter how bad of a bully they are. So it's a difficult one for schools to deal with. You're really left on your own. So what do you advise your daughter to do? Now remember, maybe it's, I'm sexist here, maybe it's different for a daughter or a son. If it was your son, would you probably turn around and say, ah, look, just give him a box and be done with it. Give him twice as hard as he hits you. With a daughter, it's a bit different, isn't it? Or is it? Do you say the same thing? Do you tell your daughter to stand up for herself and give her a punch if she hits her? Punch her back? Or do you tell your daughter to walk away and mammy and daddy will deal with it, the school will deal with it. In the meantime, you just have to be terrified. So how do you deal with the bully? Do you fight back? Or do you fight with words and actions? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 188 Cormac. Hi, Cormac. How are you? Good evening, Niall. How are you? Yeah, you're a very noisy phone line, Cormac. Are you on speaker or something there? 
Yeah. yeah. Can you take I'll it? Go off it now. Yeah. Uh, thanks. I'm off the speaker now. That's great, Cormac. Cormac, what's the right advice to give? Well, it's a very difficult situation, in my opinion. Uh, I'd like to know how old this uh, gentleman is who's recommending a retaliation uh, with violence. Mm. Um, because <clears throat> I have to say that I abhor violence in all its uh, forms, but the unfortunate thing about history is that violence actually achieves results. You only have to look at Northern Ireland. You only have to look at the United States, where violence worldwide being perpetrated by them is growing their economy. You only have to look at revolutions all over the world, where if you oppress people far enough, they will react with violence, and violence unfortunately achieves results. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, it's uh, peace narratives that uh, win out, mm. as we've seen in Northern Ireland and in a, in, in, in a number of other uh, jurisdictions, except where we have warmongers or, or viral, violence perpetrators. Now, I would have said, you know, 30 years ago, I'm 76 years of age, I would have said 30 years ago, you know, give the girl a punch, be done with it. And if it was a boy, I would have said certainly. I would have, I, I would have said do something else. But uh, at the end of the day, I, 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 I think on the scale of evolution and what we've witnessed in Northern Ireland is at the end of the day, when there was violence, it wasn't violence that actually achieved the result. It was peace negotiations. It was conciliation. Now, I can understand that father uh, saying, you know, give her a punch back. And uh, any parent, and, you know, I'm a parent, who's seen, seen their uh, their child been uh, either uh, bullied or, or indeed isolated for one reason or another in, in a school situation, it's a very deep and personal uh, emotion. And I can understand totally why the father said, just give her a dig back. But uh, I would say he's probably a young man in his mid-40s or so, or there, there, thereabouts. Why do you why do you assume uh, that? Why do you assume that? Well, yeah, he probably is young because he's a daughter in school. Yeah, okay. I'm 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 assuming that because he has a daughter in school. I'm assuming she's probably about a teenager. Yeah. And uh, I think that as he goes through life, he will understand that uh, uh, a peaceful repost is a better approach. It may not. You know what concerns work. me a little bit about the email, right? And I don't think yeah. anyone else noticed this, but twice in the email he referred to the bully, uh, the ringleader, as a big hefty girl, right? Now, yeah. To me, that smells of he's judgmental, and if he's judgmental, maybe he's passed that on to his daughter. Do you understand? I, I, they always say there's two sides well, to every I mean, story. Uh, uh, and no, I don't, I, not I, always, I, I suppose. I, but, you know. No, I, I, I wouldn't agree with that. I mean, he's pointing out the fact that, that the person who, who is, was administering the bullying is a physically stronger person than his daughter. And that's a reasonable point to make, in my opinion. Well, he could say a stronger looking or a taller girl, but he, it was the way he says, big hefty girl. 
Yeah, but Niall, uh, let's go back to when we were in school, right? I was quite a slim person. I was a, a soccer player and so on and so forth, but I was quite slim. And if somebody who was two or three stone heavier than me started bullying me, you know where I would have hit them, don't you? Absolutely. It wasn't with my yeah. fists. Yeah. yeah. So that that's the way it was in those days. Now, the point that man is making, in my opinion, is that his daughter is not capable of physically responding to that person because she's probably twice the weight of that girl, of, of his daughter. Yeah, no, I get it. So, so... What he's saying is, if it, it, he, he's putting himself in a situation whereby if he was in school at, at 13 or 14 years of age and somebody heavier than him came at him and hit him, he, he, he knows what he would have done. And it wouldn't have been a fist. You know what we would have done in school. It would have been a swift kick in the goalies. Now, that to me is wrong. But, unfortunately, it achieves results. And violence actually achieves results. But at the end of the day, as a man goes through life, in my opinion, he, 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 he comes to realize that a, a peaceful approach is a much better option. And at the end of the day, it will yield better results, both for his daughter and for the bully. Mm. Well, well, That's Jim, my opinion. Okay, well, do me a favour. Stay there for a second because I just want to go to Steve. And Steve, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this email. So we got a young girl being bullied in school. You know, the girl that's the ringleader who's doing it to her, he describes as a big hefty girl. The wife wants to deal with this in a more, you know, civilised manner. But the husband has said, basically told the daughter, you know, you got to fight fire with fire. And if she threatens you in any way, you know, respond in a threatening way. In other words, you know, hit if she hits you, hit her back. And the wife is horrified by this. Oh, no, actually, the, sorry, the other way around. The husband is horrified that the wife is saying this to the daughter to hit her back. Because the husband is saying, well, there's better ways to deal with this than actually getting involved in violence. Okay, so the husband's actually being the pussy in this situation, yeah? Well, that could be your attitude, yes. So, so the hus- <laughs> it's the husband who's being the idiot. Look, at the end of the day, nobody is rearing a punch bag. And, you know, that guy that was on before, I think, Cormac, um, he's yeah. right. Violence does solve some situations. If people would like to cast their mind back to, what was it, Jesus, six years ago or something like that, when I went up to the school to collect yeah. the girl that I was going out with at the time, her son, and he was after being bullied the day beforehand. He got he had got a black eye. He got his school bag cut open. Got, terrible things happened to me. They, they bet the shit, one lad bet the shit out of him. I went up to the school uh, to collect them. That I seen that young fella. The young fella was being an asshole to me, and I lashed out and I knocked the bollocks out of him. Now, he was never approached by that fella ever, ever. Yeah, but again. you. Yeah, but as a parent, you took a huge risk because Don't care. you could I, I, you could no, have ended up in a in a guard station the following no, day making no, a statement no, about assault. Hold on, hold on. Here's the thing: if you're ever going to take a risk, let it be with your for your children. At the, I, am I not agree. Going, I absolutely I would agree. Not, I would not stand by and see anybody being bullied. I have heard you, Niall, on many of occasions telling stories about how you were bullied yourself. Badly. Now, I was very tell, badly bullied in school. Very badly, yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. Let's say when you were a kid, if you could, if you could go, get into a time machine oh. Niall, and go back oh. and see you getting bullied, what would you do to the bullies I'd now? I'd the bollocks out of them. Not, Sorry, sorry for using the language, but it just it makes me 
when I, I, I can actually see myself. When you, mm-hmm. when you say that to me, I can see myself sitting behind these porta cabins. We had, you know, um, prefabricated classrooms because there wasn't enough room in the main school. And at lunchtime, I'd go and hide behind them and sit on a step and eat me lunch because this guy, Fizz was his name, and his mates would come after me. And if I had maybe 10 pence that my mother had gave me or they'd rob me lunch, me crisps or whatever it was that my mother would give me, they'd take everything. And I can now visually see myself sitting there and them all standing around me while I'm sitting there, you know, kicking me legs, saying, give us your money and all that kind of stuff. And if I could go back now and use the French again, I'd knock the bollocks off them. Niall, could I, could I interject just for a second, yep. please? Just, and, sorry, I'm just saying it as it is. Yeah. ask you, why, why are you focusing on the fact that that man said that this girl who was uh, uh, administering yeah. the bullying was a hefty yeah. person? Because, no, is, no, because the, no, the, the no, only no, reason no, I said no, that, Cormac, I don't know, no, let me explain Physicality yeah. is a reality. And mm. people who are more physical than others tend to administer bullying. That's a fact yeah. of life. So I don't know why you're focusing no, I, on No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I just, all I said was twice in the email, he refers to the bully, uh, the ringleader, as a big yes, well, hefty that's girl. that's to accentuate the fact. That's to accentuate the fact. Well, he, well yeah, well, if knows. you want to accentuate, he could have just said she's a much bigger girl. How old is she now? How old is it? It do, doesn't say, well, but we're, no, I think we're all assuming she's a teenager. If I had a teenage daughter, you know, 13 years of age, and she came home and said, Dad, look, this is what's happening to me. Now, of course, I'm going to immediately approach the school and take the, you know, adequate steps to have it stopped. But in the meantime... What I will be doing, as I'll be saying to her, she puts her hand on you one more time, you headbutter. You kick the living crap out of her to make sure she never puts her hand on you again. Because not only are you probably saving yourself, but you're probably saving someone else. Because these bullies, Niall, they need to be taught a lesson. Nobody else is teaching them the lessons. That they I think, think they can get right, away with it. I, 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 I think you're right there, but there has to be a different way. Because well, hang on, Cormac is right. There is a different way. But, uh, but, but sadly, sadly, hang on both of you. Sadly, the different way is to do it through the proper channels. Go and see the principal. The principal try and talk to the parents of the young girl. The young girl will be brought into an office. She'll be told you can't do that. It still goes on and still happens. And then the kid gets a worse beating for snitching to the no, principal. So, you, you know what I mean? And I don't understand why that sometimes just doesn't work. No, but well, do you, you know realize? what I do? Was I one, one at a time? Go, re- go ahead, Carmen. Go ahead. Sorry, if you realise, Niall, as a, as a, as a victim of bullying yourself, the deep psychological impact that has on a child for years for their whole life. Now, mm-hmm. it's quite normal for a father, as this uh, gentleman who's who's on with you, has stated, that they want to knock the crap out of these people because it's the only thing. Somebody who is physically more powerful than another person understands. And that, unfortunately, is a reality. But there has to be a different way because that only results in more violence. And I don't know what the different way is, but it's not violence. I mean, I mean, Steve, see, as we get older, we understand that violence maybe is not the answer. I haven't been in a fight since I was 13 years of age, right? Correct. 
Okay. Correct. So, uh, so in other words, we, we okay. Well, hang on, Cormac. We've been a life experience, but but yeah. Cormac is one hundred percent right. When you're bullied really badly, it stays with you for life. And to give you an example right. of that, I was bullied by a boss. Okay. Um, and uh-huh. I won't say where it was, but it's because that's irrelevant. But every time he bullied me, he made me feel I was sitting back on that step again. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. And and I felt yeah, as I'm helpless good. as I did then, and I do now, because as a a mature adult, I'm not going to knock the head off him as much as I'd like to. But here's, no, no, hold on. No. No, here's, here's the thing. This, 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 no, hang on, hang on. Let's see about, let's see about that comic, sorry. No, no, no. This, this, you were asking, you know, what is this other peaceful approach, which is all sitting around singing Kumbaya, talking about her feelings, and yet again, the bully still doesn't learn a lesson. The last time I right. was in a fight, Niall, was, was about six weeks ago. Only six weeks ago, the last time I actually lay my hands on another human being. I was in a car with a friend of mine. We were driving through uh, Clondalkin Village, and I seen a man and a woman. They were outstanding. There's like an insurance company out there, and there's a big glass window, and it was in the middle of the night, like half one in the morning or something like that. And I seen this guy grab the woman and slam her so hard up against the pane of glass that I could see the glass, the lights in the glass reflecting and bending. I thought she was going to go through it. I immediately jumped out of the car, grabbed hold of him. I bet the living Jesus out of the guy. Now, unfortunately for me, she starts screaming at me. Oh, don't hit him, don't that hit him. That always happens, him. doesn't it, yeah. <laughs> that, always, that, that, that always happens. But, Niall, here's the thing. Violence in that situation worked. Mm. I stopped that man that's from the, doing that, something that, that terrible. That, unfortunately, is the reality of life. <clears throat> the Irish state was founded on violence. The United States was founded on violence. Britain was founded on violence. But at the end of the day, for people to live peacefully, there has to be reconciliation. And if you look at the history of Ireland, at the end of the day, people had to sit down and peacefully negotiate solutions. Now, if we could bypass the violence, and I don't know how we do it, if if I saw what you witnessed in Clondalkin, I would have done possibly exactly the same as you. And I have to admit that, because violence does get results. That's the unfortunate reality of life. But Absolutely. there must be a way of bypassing violence in order but to But if there was, Cormac, in fairness, if, in fairness, if there was a way of bypassing the violence, we would have figured it out by now, but we haven't. Yeah, uh, well, that's a fair point. And, uh, you know, I'm not denying that. But I'm just trying to say that, if you take the evolution of humanity and you, you, you look at what's going on in the world at the moment, we had four years of peace in the United States worldwide at one stage. Now we've had four years of absolute and utter violence. And the reason for that is that the American economy can only function when it's manufacturing weapons of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. And the Democratic Party in the United States are in the hands of the manufacturers of mass destruction. Now, Trump proved in the past, and no, I could care less what people think of Trump or what people think of Biden. I could care less. The reality is that under four years of Trump, we had worldwide peace. We had an accord in the Middle East. We had Putin in his box. And now, now what we've got, as I forecast prior and to... And you have the president of America stepping over the line into North Korea, by the way. <laughs> it's, yes. And, it's and, and do you know what the funny thing is? Uh, that is the power. Economic... I forecast 
By the way, I, I don't want to get into that debate tonight, and you made some great points there, Cormac, in relation to Trump, because you do know I'm a bit of a Trump fan, right? But any other president in America who had, you know, declared or uh, signed the accord and brought peace to the Middle East would have been on the front of Time magazine. But, mm-hmm. but, but not Trump, because Trump is the bad man with the orange hair. Any other president who had avoided war for four years like no other president in America did would have been on the front of Time magazine, but not Trump correct. because he's a bad man with the orange hair. And no, so, so, no, but anyway, the point you're making, Cormac, is a good point, right? That, you know, when we talk about Ukraine and Russia, Sabina Higgins was chastised for suggesting there should be peace talks, right? Because obviously yes. Putin is the invader, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't matter who the invader is, right? The same way as in this scenario in the schoolyard, the hefty girl, inverted commas, she's the invader. She's the bully, Right. But the well, only, the point I'm but, but okay, but you're, you're not going to deal with that with talks, generally speaking, because it just doesn't bloody work. I suppose that's no, the same as saying. No, hold on a second now. No, no, no yeah, can I, can no, I just, hold, sorry, sorry. Hang on, the two is making yeah, a quick there because ahead. Kathy wants to come on. She's right in age. Sorry, go oh, ahead. Yeah, so no, 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 let, let, me, let me just say this. So, you know, forget about um, Biden and Trump for a second. We, we know in our heart and soul, it's, you know, it's the man with the bigger stick always wins. And you only Correct. have to look at Gaddafi. Look at Gaddafi. You know, you look at what he had in his country. He was a dictator. He was an asshole. And he'd done terrible things. But he achieved peace. And it's as simple right. as that. And it was, when, it was when he was taken out, it was when the Middle East absolutely. was stabilized and all hell broke You're loose. absolutely correct. Man with You're the biggest stick. Correct. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely correct. And the Americans have done that numerous times. But Okay, stay there for a second. Let me go to, you can blame Obama for that. Uh, Kathy, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Getting back to the bully, um, not American politics. But go on. Yeah, can I just ask you a personal question first? Yeah, sure. Um, did, you, did you tell either your mum or your dad about the awful way you were being bullied? For about a year, I didn't. Um, my mum noticed all my jumpers, the sleeves were all bitten because I was so nervous. Yeah. I used to eat my jumpers. And eventually, my mother went to the school because I wasn't sleeping. and all. So she went to the school. And thankfully, at that time, I had a really lovely teacher. His name was Mr. Conway. Gus Conway was his name. He's probably since passed on. He was a really lovely guy, very caring. And um, he basically took me under his wing a little bit, if you know what I mean. Now, sadly, yeah. he, sadly, he moved on. I got another teacher who was a complete swine, who's still alive, by the way, um, lives in Kerry. Um, I asked him to come on the radio ages ago. I rang him up and asked him, would he come on the radio? Because what, <laughs> happened, because what happened was, here's what happened. I was bullied so badly that all my hair fell out. I was nine years of age. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying that, yeah. And then this, as my hair was falling out, I had kind of patches on my head. The kids used to call me Patchhead. And this particular teacher from Kerry, uh, that was my school teacher at the time, I remember once that I was crying in the class because the kids had been bullying me. And he said, what's wrong with you, Boylan? And I told him. And he said, well, shut up crying or I'll pull the rest of it out. So, yeah, so the, teacher, the teacher then became the bully as well. I know it was different times. I understand all of that. What a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. So Okay, well, you see, what that Why girl, do you ask me that, anyway? Why do you ask me that? The reason I ask you that is because that girl has told her parents straight away, okay? And that girl, by telling the parents, needs to get help immediately. The reason um, the person's referring to the bully as hefty is just to show the point that the, the bully is actually a lot bigger and probably stronger than the girl. You're probably all right. And that correct. fella... Yeah, correct. Yeah, that fella who just was on talking, saying he went up to the school after his the child he was collecting was being bullied, 
I would support that man 100%. Steve, Because yeah. it has to be nipped in the bud. We don't want to be talking. You don't want to be on the radio in five years to a girl saying, oh, I was beaten up by this hefty woman and nobody did anything about it and now I'm this, that and the other. This needs to be nipped in the bud by someone like that man who was just talking. But the danger is, and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with what Steve did, right? But Steve, the yeah. yeah. But the danger what Steve did is, Steve has to know the risk of what he's doing. If you're willing to take that risk, well and good. Mm-hmm. The risk the is, you can be charged, know. but the risk is you get charged with assault. Yeah, but, but the no, thing no, is, the assault of a minor. The already no, 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 that could the they interject for a second here? Could they interject for a second? Yes, Cormac. Go if ahead. somebody is being bullied in school, the teachers or some of the teachers must recognize that. They're not blind. Now, if the teachers do not recognize it, they're not doing their job. Because a, a, a person in school, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 years of age, will go into themselves if they're being bullied. And if a teacher cannot spot that, in a classroom of 20 or 22 or 23 people, then the teacher is not doing his job. So... Well, the bully can be good. The, 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 the victim... Oh, well, hang on, Cormac. No, hang on. The, the victim can be good at hiding it as well. Maybe teachers need to be educated in the art of defining bullying and noticing when students in their classroom... I mean, the classroom sizes now... Niall, when I was in school... My ca- I, I 42 kids. Yeah. 72 people. Oh, yeah. Mine was 44 or 42. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. I was in the class in St. Vincent in Glass 7 with 72 people. We thought it was terrific when it reduced to 65. Now, the teachers this, these days have 22, 24, 28, maximum of 30 people in their classroom. Are you telling me that they can't recognize when one student is being oppressed? If they can't recognize that, they need to be trained in recognition of uh, uh, subjective bullying against... uh, Okay, and I get what you're saying, and they should. And I think they do get training in it, by the way, to some degree, right? Maybe it's not enough, but they do get training. But you don't always recognize it because even as a parent, for example, you may not recognize it in your child. You might know there's something wrong, um, but you're not 100% sure. You could be saying to yourself, writing it off, that, oh, they're just a teenager and they're changing... And, and that's what happens to a lot of parents. They don't understand fully because children can be good at hiding things like that too. But Cathy, just getting back to what you're saying, you you agree with what Steve did. Would you have done the same thing, Cathy? Um, yeah, 100%. I definitely would. Because the thing is, will you let me talk for hang a minute, on, please? Yeah. Sorry. The girl has gone to her parents. She's told them what's happening. The teachers know. Somebody needs to do something before that girl ends up getting badly beaten. If she did go up to that big, hefty bully and give her a smack in the face, the bully would probably be so shocked that she that would be the end of it. But if not, either her mother or her father needs to go up. It's their daughter. They brought her into the world. No one else did. They have to protect her. Uh-huh. And, 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 and no cost. There has yeah. to be a better way. No, no. 
There has to be a better way. There's no way better way. What that man, the other man did, it was brilliant. You're listening to Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan. With Recruit.ie. Download our job search app today. Search for Recruit.ie in your smartphone app store. Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. By the way, Steve, what was the reaction of the guy, the, the, the kid, or what was the kid? 15, if I remember rightly, 14, 15 or something. He was, he, I, I think he was, I want to say 14, 15, something like that. I can't, I can't rightly remember. Okay. okay, and what was his reaction when you, when you gave him a hiding? Well, he lay on the ground and I walked off. I don't, I don't know what happened. I, I just know that, remember, I was arrested live on air. Um, the police came knocking at my door that night. Um, but they ended up dropping the charges because I went around, spoke to the father. I told the father to knock his bleeding head in. Um, if they if it didn't all stop, but can I just point out something? Um, so what I did that day was I stopped that child becoming another statistic, because I'll just give you one name, Patrick McDonough. In 2022, Niall, Patrick McDonough was bullied for over a year. He was a 12-year-old boy, 12. He's only a baby, and he took his own life because he was being bullied. Now here's the thing: if that child could defend himself, or somebody had to defend him. He wouldn't be a statistic, and I wouldn't be talking about him this evening. Now, that's a horrible thing. He's just a footnote in history because some bastards bullied him. Somebody should have done something for that child. And if I was there, I would have knocked the shit out of these bullies because... But but hang on. What I want to say is that most parents of children like that, or or Coco, as we spoke about, Nicole Fox there uh, last week, most parents want to do something. And in a lot of cases, parents don't really know what's going on. And then they also fear, Steve, maybe they wouldn't have the bravado you had to do that because they fear the consequences of that is, I could go to jail and then I'm no good to my child. And the consequences of not doing it is your child could end up like Patrick McDonough. I mean, Cathy, you know what I mean? Do you understand the point I'm saying is that if you deal with it yourself, you could end up going to jail. Wouldn't it be worth it? No. No, 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 no. I wouldn't know. Well, no, hang on. It wouldn't be worth it because then you're in jail and you're no use to your child. I'm listening to you for ages, and I know for a fact that if anyone had done something like that to your daughter when she was young, you would definitely have been up at the school and got the bullying to stop. Definitely. I would have, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, I'm the same. It's hard for me to, to be honest with you. You know, it really is hard for me to argue the case, I suppose, in in that situation. That guy's talking about Patrick McDonough. I remember that. That I mean, that just comes back to your mind. Why didn't his parents? Why didn't... Well, I, I, I don't want to get involved in why this and why that, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Because that, that's a bit unfair to do all of that, right? But, you know, we don't know the full circumstances of exactly, you know, why... Well, we know why it happened, of course. But we don't know the full circumstance of the story. And, you know, it's a shocking, shocking story, by the way, that story of Patrick. I mean, and I know there was a documentary about it some time ago. Uh, and it was, it's, it's up to the parents yeah. to do something. It's not. Yeah, well, I mean, the parents will do anything they can when they know about the exact circumstances of what's happening. They, but they don't always know. You see, you're, you're making assumptions that parents of children in those situations know. You know, and, like... Look, it's a shocking, shocking story. I can still see him. Um, the pictures. It was one of the pictures they had up on him. His little check short sitting in some restaurant somewhere having his dinner. You know, when he looked like such an innocent little kid. You know what I mean? It's so sad. Such a sad loss of life. Um, but again, and, and Nicole as well, Fox, who we've spoke about on the show many times before. We spoke to her mother on many occasions. Yeah. 
And I'm sure Jackie would have loved Jackie Fox. She's a wonderful woman and done so much, by the way, by getting legislation passed in this country to try to stop that. I'm sure she would have loved to have gone to the homes of those individuals and knocked the head off them. There's nothing more that she would have loved to have done. Well, Niall, can I yeah. give you an example of something, if yeah. you don't mind? Yeah. Right, so me growing up, I was a tough kid. You know, I was a, I was a scruffy guy. I, you know, I was a goodier. But I was the bully. Yeah. I was the bully when I was growing up. When I was in, I think it was fourth year, there was a gay guy in my class, and everybody used to take the piss out of him all the time. Actually, I don't know whether he was gay. He was just camp. We used to say that he was gay. And irony of irony, I ended up gay. But... One day in the art room, um, somebody had said to me, just go over and hit him, something along the lines. And I walked over to him in front of my teacher, and I gave him a black eye. I hit this kid. He'd done nothing to me, absolutely nothing. The poor kid. And I gave him a big, massive black eye. Now, here's the thing. I had no problem picking on him. About three days later, his cousins got me outside the school, three of them. And they bet the crap out of me. I never looked at him crooked again. Ever. Mm-hmm. No, I, no I, I do I do understand. And that was the way we dealt with things years ago. It was different. Nowadays, it's kind of, you got to go to the school principal and you got to go to the bullying policy. And if that doesn't work or it's not sorted out, it has to go to the board of management. And if that doesn't work, then it, it's escalated to the board of education. And your child becomes a statistic, yeah. Well, well, I, well, in the meantime, your child is still being bullied and possibly in some cases bullied worse because now, you're, as far as the bully is concerned, your child is a rat. So, yeah, so that that's the problem, and I understand why parents feel that maybe that that course of action is useless. It has worked for some parents, I'm sure. By the way, oh eight seven one double eight travel zero eight is the number. Has your child ever been bullied? How did you deal with it? And did you know the methods you use work? Uh, let me go to Joe. Joe, hi, how are you? Well, how are you? Good, Joe. I mean, what's the right way if your kid has been bullied? What's the right advice to give okay. your child? Right to the to the person that sent the email in, yeah. Yeah. Right. So to the mother of the girl that's been bullied. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking to her now. This this big hefty girl that's bullying your daughter who has a big hefty ma. Go and grab her big hefty ma by the fucking head outside the school. So if your daughter bullies my daughter again, you're going to get it again. Because it's the ma that's the one that's going to stop the bullying. The ma of the bullier. She's the one that has the power. I was bullied now from first year until third year. Mm. In third year, I was still the smallest child in the, in the secondary school. I was tiny, yeah. and I was bullied constantly. And the last day I was bullied, I had been bullied very badly for a week coming up to it. I went in on the Monday morning, and I stuck up for myself. The biggest of the bullies, I kicked him in the bollocks, hit him with my school bag in the face. When he was on the ground, I kicked him in the face. I broke his nose, broke one of his front teeth. That was the last day I was bullied. I, I know, I, I'm hearing everybody say, I, I know, I'm not disagreeing, I'm hearing, I'm hearing everybody saying that that works. But there, is there other ways of it working? Is there other ways that you can stop it? No, there's not. There's no other way for it to work. Now, I went to loggerheads with my, my child's therapist last week. I'm a five-year-old. I'm teaching him the right way to stand up for himself, not to be a bully, not to start trouble. And she called me in for a meeting saying that I was teaching him incorrectly. And I said, right, what am I meant to do? Uh, call for help. Call for an adult for help. If he's in a school toilet when he's fucking 13 years of age in first year and there's three bullies there, there is nobody to call for help. You call for help and nobody comes. He, kids need to know how to defend themselves. Stick up for themselves. Not be afraid to hit first when they can see that they're going to be hit. Mm. 
You know, and, and I, I, I do understand in that scenario you painted in the toilet, which is where a lot of that sort of stuff happens in the cloakrooms or the toilets. There's never an adult around. No, you're right. No, I, I just left the petrol station there, my local petrol station, listening to your show. One of the ladies that works in there, I'm after begging her to go on, to go on to your show. Okay? Mm. Her daughter was 17. This time last year, she, she was bullied since she went into first year in, in the secondary school. She moved, went to a second secondary school. She got bullied from the first day in that secondary school because it's all online. Okay, it starts yeah. online yeah. and then it's personal. It got to a stage where she had just done her junior cert. She was bent back into transition year and she was in a really bad way because of this bullying. Her social worker told her mother, get her out of school or you're not going to have a daughter. Oh my God. Now, she went through all, she went through everything correctly, went through, followed all the right lines. Did the manage? Did the board of management? Did the principal? They fucking everything. They done nothing. Okay. The little girl now. She's seventeen. She's second, third year apprentice hairdresser. Second year apprentice hairdresser. Uh, she's after learning how to drive. The little kid is absolutely fucking blind. But what the sad thing here is, Niall, and that story is, that girl didn't get her full education because of a fucking bully. She didn't get her even sort because of a bully. The bully won. Yeah, I know she's she she well. Hopefully, she, thankfully, she'll do well in her career, you know, in hairdressing. But in saying that, yeah, you're right. You know, the the bully got their way in the end. But maybe that's not really what they want. Maybe the bully really wants them to stay there so they can keep bullying them. You know what I mean? There'll, there'll, only, there'll only be a bully, Niall. I've learned this. There'll only be a bully until it's put up to them. And I don't mean into their face. I mean, if the young one went in tomorrow morning and grabbed her by the fucking head straight out and dragged her to the ground, and banged her head off the ground, and warned her to leave her alone. She wouldn't be a bully anymore now. I guarantee you she wouldn't be a bully anymore. No. Mm. I, see, I, I, I don't want to be coming across as condoning violence, because we shouldn't, to be fair, we shouldn't be teaching children to be violent. I'm not disagreeing with you, Joe. You should be teaching children how to defend right. themselves, of course. Niall, hang, yeah. hang on, Niall. You're contradicting yourself there now. Okay? Because you're saying you cannot condone what I have just said, you can't condone violence. You said 15 minutes ago, you wish to God you could go back to when you were being bullied, because what would you have done? Yeah, I know, I know. But so you're, you're, you're arguing against yourself, though. <clears throat> I mean, when I, 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 by the way, that really upset me when Steve said that to me earlier on, because at the moment he said that to me, I actually could see myself. Because I, I remember I have a photograph of myself. I used to, like every kid in those days, we wore short trousers. It was always brown short trousers. I don't know what that was about. Um, And I could see myself in my little crew cut at about seven years of age, sitting on the step on my own at the back of the prefabs to avoid, I mean, lunch hour, to avoid the bully. That's disgusting. That is just... And and I I, I used to sit on my own. Childhood away. They took part of childhood away. And and, you know, I was just about to say that. They fucking robbed part of your growing up. So they did. Joe, just just let me say this. I would like to point out that now everybody knows the story of when I done what I done and I beat the crap yeah. out of the bully. Um, but a couple of weeks ago, I let people also know that, like that was about four or five years ago, something like that. Now, the young lad that I was protecting is now dead. He committed suicide last Sorry. year. Mm. Sorry to hear that, man. Mm. Sorry he, hear you know, and it was a case of I got I got the text message to the phone his mother got a text message and she was, there's something going on. I had to fly down to the house and he had hung himself in the shed. Oh, my God. Now, 
that was because the bullying carried it, the bullying stopped but it never left them it never left them it scarred them scarred, for his entire scarred. life it, it ruined them as a, it ruined them as a person poor child poor mm. kid yeah so this yeah. is what this is what these parents are looking at Niall these parents see a problem okay the daughter it takes an awful lot of guts and courage for the daughter to actually go to the parents and tell them in the first place what's going on okay so now she's putting all her trust in her mother and father. And Steve, I have to agree with you. Daddy, in this case, is being a pussy. He's being an absolute yeah. pussy. You bring your daughter into a room, show her how to fucking grab someone, show her what she needs to do. And, and by the way, I agree. Every parent should teach their child how to physically defend themselves, as well as be able to defend themselves emotionally in other ways as well. But they should be able to physically defend themselves and not be a punch bag for anybody. Um, I, I, I just have, I'm just very conscious of advising people that the best way to deal with a situation is to deal with violence, is to deal with violence, if you know what I mean. Well, the proof is in the pudding, though, Niall. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah. It has worked. The only way that I've ever seen bullies stop bullying has never been sitting around, to, you know, singing kumbaya. It's never worked that way. It has it always work. either it got worse. Will work, no, it doesn't it work. It never will work. It doesn't work. It takes too long. That, that, one, one more day might be all that that little girl has in her before she snaps and goes down to the yeah. shed and puts her rope out of a rafter and jumps off a fucking box. She might only have an hour left. God. She might have a week, a month, a year. Nobody knows. You can't see inside anybody else's brain. Stay there for a second, both of you. Let me just go to Mick. Mick, hi, how are you? Very well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. Mick, Mick your son was bullied. Yep, he was five years old and he was in uh, junior infants. Okay. And the class, uh, you know, all the class in other, you know, other parts of the school, when he was out there, because he was new in, in the school, yeah. uh, they started bullying him. So uh, I went to the teacher, principal, and I told the principal, and he said, we'll look into it. No, I said, I want action on it. Right? Yeah. So that was it. Anyway, uh, it continued, and I, I seen the father of the, of the bullies, the twins that were bullying him. And I told him out straight, I said, if it doesn't stop... You'll, you'll have to accept the consequences of your son's actions. What do you mean by that? He says, you'll see, I said. And I went again this week, it went again, and this time I went up to the school when I was pick, to pick up my son, and I seen the father there, and I dragged him out of the car, and I kicked the living shit out of him. Guess what? My son wasn't touched again. <laughs> and and, and I hear it, I'm hearing everybody saying the same thing tonight, Mick, and, but here's the thing. Is it the but father? Is it the father's fault that his kids are bullied, or are you saying he should have listened to you the first time? Well, he was condoning it. He laughed in my face when I told him about it. But uh, you know the best part. Well, he's obviously a clown and a complete scumbag, and his kids follow in his footsteps. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Correct. But guess what? Correct. My, son, my son now is a black belt in taekwondo, so uh, and he does kickboxing. So God help him if you ever try bully him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, look, every uh, you know, every kid should learn self defense, should, and every you know, boy and girl should learn self defense. It's so important. Well, I, well, I was an unarmed combat instructor in the army, crack ranger wing. Right. Very good. And so, story. Right. Okay. No messing with you, I tell you. No. Peaceful life. Chuck Norris here. Peaceful <laughs> <laughs> life. But but is there is there any argument at all in? You know, we've been hearing over the last 10 years a lot about bullying in schools and people say, well, you know, you should go down the route of the school bullying policy, talk to the principal, then no, talk to no the point. teacher. Niall, Niall, can, can you ask the listeners, can any parent come on the radio now, right now, 
that went through the correct channels with bullying and got a, got, got a successful result. Now, is that a fair question? Yeah. And that well, was, well, no, well, I, well, I am well, asking that, that and the welcome's come on. Yeah, I'd like to hear that. That'll answer it very quick. So I don't think the correct route works. Well, I can tell you all, you know, there's, I don't know, God, over 100 texts or whatever there are WhatsApps, should I say, and not one single WhatsApp is disagreeing with you. Everybody is saying the same thing. Tell your child to fight back. Look at the policies that have been put into place over the last, say, 10 years, where it's all these anti-bullying policies in school, and yet child suicide has gone way up through the roof. Even though all these policies are in place, what does that t- tell everybody? These policies don't work. Inaction does not work. You've got to be proactive, not reactive. Who has to enforce these Action. policies? The teachers, okay? I would say, I would say, if I say here, eight out of ten teachers don't give a shit. They're there for a week's no, they don't. They don't give a fuck about the. They don't give a fuck about. The I, 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 no, I think that's a bit. No, I think that's a bit unfair when you say eight out of ten teachers don't give a shit. I think maybe years ago, possibly, but certainly now, Joe, I think a lot of teachers do care. They do, oh, of they course, they care. But sometimes they're a little bit powerless to deal with things. Sometimes they don't recognize when it's happening. You know, you got to remember, a teacher is not just a teacher, particularly when it comes to young kids. They're a social no, worker, they're a child minder, they're everything. And they teach your children social skills as well as being academic. So it's hard, don't, don't I mean, there are teachers out there that are useless, there's no doubt about that. But the majority of teachers ex-wife. are good, caring people. No, my ex-wife is a school teacher, secondary school teacher. Her two brothers are secondary school teachers, okay? Mm. The rows that have been had over Christmas dinners because Aoife was a good teacher. She cared about her pupils and her students. Mm. The two brothers that had higher jobs than her in secondary schools. You believe that they didn't have the same understanding of it? Okay, I don't, I don't want to go into too much because they're not obviously on the air to talk about it. But you don't believe they, say they had the same understanding. But I, I don't know them. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But there are teachers out there, to be fair, Joe, a lot of teachers that are really good at what they do. And they're really caring, and they will recognise it. There are some that just don't, and I get that. They just go in and do their nine to three job or whatever it is, nine to four job. I get that. You know what I mean? Well, no, no. I look at it. You remember the the, the funeral that was in Ballyfermot there? I think it was last year, and the little scrotes went out on the roundabout pulling wheelies, and they were acting the bollocks in front of the guards. And then there was the guard, the card that was rammed. Do these kids? fear the police? The answer is no. It's a rhetorical question. And why is it? Because all the guards can do is put them in a room and tell them they're a bold boy. Go back to when I was a kid. A guard would bait the shit out of you. And I feared a guard because I feared that I was going to get the crap out of me. So it's violence does work. If those little scrotes on, in Ballyferma thought that the guards could take out their truncheons and bait the shit out of them, they wouldn't be doing it. When you say violence works, defending yourself works, and I, and I and I wouldn't be I wouldn't not condone the idea of defending yourself, but the problem when you're defending yourself is you can go too far. You can defend yourself against a bully. That's fair enough, right? You know he hits you, you hit him back. He pushes you, you pull his hands away, say leave me alone, whatever. But then you can teach your child to go too far, where they then you know hurt another child, and end up in oh. trouble. You know what I mean? So th- there's a balance, isn't there? And it's, and it's a tough balance, by the way. It is a tough balance. No, it's, a very, no, it's a very tough balance. But would you rather your child come home with a principal's note saying he hit Johnny a box and broke his nose because Johnny was fucking bullying him for the last three weeks, or would you rather your son go down to the shed and do something horrible? 
Well, you know which one I'm going to pick there, Joe, don't you? I know what I'm going to pick. Oh, yeah, well, well, no, to, well, absolutely, yeah. You I'm know. going to give him a pat on the back and say, fucking well done, son. And I'm yeah. going to go into the principal and <laughs> yeah. tell him to stick the letter up a call. If yeah. he was doing his job, it wouldn't be happening. Yeah. It wouldn't have happened. If he wasn't being bullied, he wouldn't hit him. Do your job. Do what you're getting fucking paid for. We're all paying the tax to pay your wages. Do what you're getting paid for. Yeah. There's too many people sitting around talking about their feelings these days, Noel. That's the big problem. There's no action anymore. Well, well, hang on. Let me just go to Mary before the break. Mary, hi. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good, Mary. I'm sorry I've got a short amount of time, but tell us your story. Um, my little nieces go to school. They're five years old. And for the last couple of months that they've been going to school, they were complaining about this one little boy in that class constantly bullying them, saying things to them, and they're mixed race, so they obviously have different coloured skin to the other little kids in the school. But every day they come home, they're like, oh, you know, my skin is brown, my skin's not white, I don't have nice skin, I don't have nice eyes, I don't have nice hair. And we have to keep telling them, no, don't listen to anybody, because this one little boy keeps pointing it out. But the other day when they went to school, their mother actually caught the little boy pushing them, because my nieces weren't giving him the attention that he, that he wanted. Yeah. So he kept pushing them and pushing them and pushing them until he pushed one of the smaller, like a, the twins, one of them fell over. So our mother went over to her then and told her, you have to start defending yourself. You have to start sticking up for yourself. You can't let him push you like that. But then the Mary, principal Mary, rang Mary, more Mary. later on. Yeah. They're five. Yeah. Five. They're five. Yeah, and they come home crying every day. They don't want to go to school. They don't want to go in there because of the little boy that that keeps bullying them. And you've been listening to everybody tonight saying that, you know, this kind of psychological language, you know, and going to the principal and going to the bullying policy, that it just doesn't work. You have to teach your child to hit back. No, because the principal is calling, ringing my sister and telling her, oh, you know, you can't tell them to defend themselves and you can't tell them to do this, which the principal is not ringing the mother of the child that's actually doing the bullying. The child that's making... Two little girls come home every day crying, you know, making them aware that they're different, making them aware that making them believe something is wrong with them. So when they're coming home to us, they're like, you know, my skin is not the same as everybody else's skin, oh you know, and it's, they're only five. And I know it'll probably get worse as they grow up, but it's still not very nice when a five-year-old boy mm. is pointing out these differences because... And he's probably getting that from his parents, yeah. He's probably getting that from yeah. his parents, yeah. You just you know don't, you, you don't see colour. No. Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.